Welcome to Advance Your Belly Dance, a weekly podcast all about the business of belly dance. I'm your host, Jana, and every week you'll get belly dance business tips you wish your dance teacher told you when you first started. From how to start your first email marketing list to what you actually need on your website and everything in between. Let's get started. It is the last Sunday of the month, which means it is time for a Q&A episode. So the last episode of every month, I go over three belly dance business related questions. And if you have any questions, you can always DM me on Instagram at Jana Dance or just go to advancedbellydance.com and click on the form there. So let's get started. Question number one, how do I know when it's time to create an online course? So I think there's two ways to tell. Number one, when the demand for a service you provide is costing you more time and making a course makes more sense now to reach more people because you're not spending so much time on -on one-on-one services. But also number two, whenever the hell you want. Obviously, it's a lot easier to turn an existing service into a product because you probably have a chunk of it already done. So say, for example, you teach a beginner's Zill workshop and you go over the same basic information each time, you can easily turn that into an online course. But even if you don't have that yet and you have a great idea for a course, you can go ahead and give that a try. I don't want you to be discouraged and wait for the quote unquote perfect moment to create a course when we all know that perfect moment may never come because it probably doesn't exist. So the whole point of your business is to experiment and keep it fun for yourself too. So if you're dying to start one, then just do it. Question number two, how can I use Pinterest to promote my belly dance studio? So you can use Pinterest to pin your blog or vlog videos or any any type of content that you already have that relates to your studio and classes as promotion. So if you have any articles about the top five belly dance active wear things, studios that you support, then that's a great thing to pin. So anything that you already have a content piece of content on on your website for, that is what you can be using Pinterest for. So it's using what you already have and just creating a pinned image to refer back to your website. And if you don't know how to create that, you're not a designer, that's fine. Just go to, you can go to Canva. It's for free. And there's loads of examples that you just plug in your content, uh, your pictures, your titles, and then you can just use that. So think of it more like a Google search rather than a social media platform, which it's a mix of both. Pinterest is used more like a search tool, which is a great thing when people are searching for specific things, rather than like Instagram or TikTok where you're posting videos or I wouldn't want to say original content, but you're posting content for those platforms. So that means it does require you to have a content strategy in place because Pinterest is the tool and not your entire strategy. So that means taking a look at how you're driving people to your website or email list to sign up for classes, and then how can you make a pinned image or how can you promote that on Pinterest? And you can also check out Pinterest business guide where they share a lot of this information for free because they want you to use their platform. And question number three, how can I get feedback from my students for a testimonial? So you got to make it as easy as possible for them to follow through. So even if people are more than happy with your work, very few will take the time to write something. So make it as easy as possible for them to do so. So one idea is that you can set up a template or a survey through, for example, Typeform, any other platform, and add it to your thank you page that people see when they purchase something or complete a course. So you'll have a thank you page and then the Typeform survey right there. 
And what's great with Typeform is that you can use their templates and just add in your stuff. You don't have to create it from scratch and then just put it up there and that's it. So it's right there, right after that they've purchased something. So they're more likely to take action. And if you don't feel like doing that through a platform, you can just send a very basic email with something to the equivalent of, hey, I'd really love to hear what you thought of this course. I know it can be hard coming up with something to write. So here are some tips to get you started if you'd like. And then you want to ask open-ended questions where they just fill in the blanks. Like for example, before this class, I was blank. And afterwards I was blank. The thing I was struggling with was blank. And then now I feel like I can finally blank. So you want to keep it short and simple and easy to follow through on. And if you want to use the feedback as a testimonial, you can always give that disclaimer at the top of your survey or email and just let them know what information you'll share. Like for example, their first name and last initial or just their first name and city, etc. So you want to make that very clear that you are using it for a testimonial. Bonus points though, if you follow up after someone sent that and ask them if they want to send a photo for you to use alongside with their testimonial, uh, or if it's okay to use a, one that if they posted publicly on their social media, um, otherwise you can use a class shot or if someone tagged you, I think that's also a fair game, but you can always ask just to be sure. This is especially powerful because people like putting a face to the words and it only strengthens your social proof, which is basically just real words from real people. Another way to use testimonials is to check your public social media pages. And if someone comments on a public post from their also public profile, notice how I'm saying public a lot because I feel like if it's public, it's fair game. And you can just take a screenshot of this comment and use that. So I see a lot of people use that and it actually makes a lot of sense. If everything is public, that means it's fair game and you can just screenshot that and use it. So all those nice comments that you get related to a course, if you post it about it and you see it's all public and fair game, you can use that as testimonials too. So you can obviously ask for permission if you want, but I think in this example, anything that's public is fair game. Um, and if it's a DM or a private email though, you want to ask to just be on the safe side. But I think if it's all on display, then it's okay. So thanks so much for listening to this week's episode in this month's Q&A. Remember, if you have any questions that you want answered, just give me a shout on Instagram at Jana Dance or visit advancedrebellionance.com and fill out the form there. Thanks again and until next time.